Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The home of the Red Sox. 93.7 WEEI-FM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston. Brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Search and browse more privately. Download the free DuckDuckGo app today. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. Three out of four hours down. Final hour, Ken and Curtis, Andy Hart in for Ken Laird. And uh, we are taking you up until one o'clock. Is it Arcand at one? Is he here or at Fenway Park? I believe he's here. All right. Well, I hope so. It'll be a, a wild day here. And um, just so you know, you can listen to this show using the Odyssey app. And we are coming to you live from the Ford Clubhouse Fenway Studio. It's brought to you by your New England Ford dealers and their Discover Summer Sales event. With a large inventory in stock, now is the best time to trade in, trade up, and discover your best summer ever with Ford. Uh, Ken Laird is off in Pennsylvania. We have what I think will be an interesting week. I I, I said on uh, the eve of the preseason opener, Andy, on the Greg Hill Show this past week, that the, the reason Mac wasn't playing had less to do with the battle being over with Zappi and more to do, not that there is an ongoing battle, it was more to do with the fact that Bill Belichick has zero faith in the offensive line protecting Mac Jones and that in the joint practices, the quarterbacks have a red jersey on and nobody can touch them. So Correct. you're able to not only get your quarterback in there in live action, you're able to say, okay, red zone, second and eight from the twelve. This is what, you know, you're able to get the exact situation that obviously may or may not occur in a live game in the series or two that you would be playing them in. So you're going to be able to set all of that up this week in Green Bay. It will be far more telling for me what the team does ones against ones practicing against the Packers than anything you saw on Thursday night. Yeah, theoretically the QB doesn't get hit. If you remember, there was that scare with the Bucks back in the day. It might have been Adrian Claiborne who was on the Bucks at that time pushed somebody into Tom Brady, and Tom Brady went down. And oh, was that's like a right. knee injury scare or something. Yeah, I lost a year off of my uh, life. But for the most part, yes, quarterbacks go untouched in these joint practices, these controlled settings that are clearly now where it's at. 
I've said for a while, I don't know why NFL Network hasn't started televising some of these but or creating Why don't they shows. just replace the Thursday? The, the preseason games are a waste of everybody's time. Well, they're a waste of some of the starters and high-end guys' time. It's still a time where a Malik Cunningham or some random coverage guy can make a name for himself. Like, there's still guys that are legitimately could alter their careers one way or the other in preseason action. But for the, the high-end players, yes, it's a waste of time. And so... My question is, given the fact that we all know the business model is TV-based and mm. that the fans that have to pay whatever the adjusted rate is now for preseason football, it's still too much. It's still $50 to park and $30 a ticket is too much to watch whatever the hell we saw on Thursday night. Why wouldn't they find out a way to do primetime scrimmages? Yeah, I, that's even if they're not primetime, even if you want to package them and edit them, if coaches want a little control over what can be seen because they are nuts and shut down the cameras and yell at people in the crowd that are recording things. These are where the entertainment is. This is where the comp- – these get feisty. And not just, you know, Martellus Bennett wanting to fight the Bears a couple years ago. Like these right. – well, What about Kendrick Bourne wanting to fight the ref and Bill when the uh, the, the equipment violation? These are these are elevated. There is the, – the dog comes out in these players, especially like the one-on-ones between – Christian Gonzalez and and Christian, who's the uh, the kid on the Packers? Like, there's going to be good one on ones of the DBs. I think people would eat that up if you put that on NFL Network, especially now that they're whatever this app that they're pumping is NFL Plus, and you can order this. But and that. I'm not talking about NFL Network. I'm talking about so BZ and the Patriots have a deal, right? So they get all the preseason games. Right. So instead of getting all the preseason games, BZ would get the local exclusive of the training camp, and you'd be able to do it in a way where you could. But you're thinking. Um, small-minded. I'm creating a world where you still have joint practices and preseason games. It's the NFL way to have everything. Oh, okay. You don't give up one for the other, vice versa. I'm not being a capitalist. Adding revenue streams. They're not going to get to their $30 billion a year goal or whatever it is by cutting something out. It's adding to what you already have. Well, I'm just proud that the the NFL fired Mike Giardi. I mean, what a total cluster that is. That that league prints cash. Giardi is as good a reporter as has ever existed that's covered the Patriots. Yep. Is respected by people. I mean, everybody respects him. And you fire him because of the business model. Like, the NFL is such a repulsive organization. It's terrible. But, But, no, this is a huge week. Bill, we know Bill loves these to the point where sometimes he kills players in these and then they don't play as much in the preseason game, if at all, even though I think we are expecting to see probably Mac and some of the regulars for a series or two in Green Bay at Lambeau Field. But... This is where guys make a name for themselves. This is where guys move up or down the depth chart. You know, Tyquan Thornton's going to get a bunch of one-on-ones against, well, probably not Jerry Alexander, but like high-level corners, NFL corners. And what do you do with those? This is this is a fun week. And this has a potential this week to be a great week for the Patriots defense because the Jordan Love reporting out of Green Bay has been awful. I mean, awful. Well, but uh, until the game, he was pretty he had a nice throw in the game and so Oh, okay. I haven't covered the uh, I haven't seen the Packers first. You got to pay pre-season. attention to preseason games. They matter. I I should, but uh up until this point, I was talking to our yes. boss, Mike Thomas at the um, Splitsville uh, Patriot Place before the Thursday night game, and he is salivating at the at the AFC uh, NFC North finally now that the Packers don't have Aaron Rodgers and they're going against Jordan Love. So, maybe he'll have a big week, who knows, but I I have waited long enough to ask you directly. I have six and eleven. Patriots go six and eleven, and Bill Belichick is firmly on the hot seat, potentially traded at the end of the season. Where are you, Andy Hart, as we approach uh, week two of the NFL preseason this week? It's boring, but I'm probably at eight and nine. Oh. I mean, it, it 
Now, if you asked me to like take it the next step, because I think most people really are. Okay, now the, you're criticizing my question a little bit. Well. The the Vegas number seven and a half. Right. So a lot of the world is saying, oh, seven wins, oh, eight wins, like right on that little cusp there, one side or the other. Is it more likely that they significantly overachieve? So two or right. So two the other way. Which way are you going? To? Or underachieve? So are you saying under? So under. Much more likely. That if you make me pick more extreme than just a very mediocre middle of the road, give me the under. Right. Because I think they're a house of cards. I keep using that phrase, and it's where we started. Okay, so I, I have accepted you don't have elite players at a lot of positions. You also have no depth. And if one corner goes to jail or gets hurt, if one tackle <laughs> goes to jail or gets hurt, I'll use the same barometer for everybody. I right. won't just pick on Jack Jones. Right. If one tight end goes to jail or gets hurt. Right. If one reporter does. Goes to jail or gets you're in trouble. Volan. You're, he Could would be your hurt. pick. <laughs> Who would be my pick? As long as it's not Cadillac. Oh, Cadillac. Cadillac. you got to save that guy he, with everything. He's in the honeymoon period. He's like, everything is great. He loves what he's doing. He's, it's all fresh and new to him. Can I tell you, I love everything about Cadillac except his taste in food and his stupid brim of his hat. I don't get it. Wow. What's wrong with his hat? It's like way too, too bendy. Bended. It's like, what is this, 1994? Wow. Very critical. And what, I, what's he like? He likes pickles on pizza? Is very that? odd. Chicken Caesar pizza. I've seen that twice now. What the hell is that? Wait, so they put the actual salad on it too? Yes. Well, that's, that's a big thing. These specialty pizzas, taco yeah. pizzas, and Can we just cheeseburger keep pizzas, pizzas? pizzas. I've seen one with pasta on it. It's oh, yeah. Like yeah. Chicken, get, broccoli, and ziti. Yep. You can get mac and cheese pizza. Okay. You get the whole thing. Can we at least live like a month before we're eating mac and cheese pizza? Are you like Andy Gresh? Do you hate everything too? I love pizza. But do you get creative with food? You don't you don't try gimmicks. You don't go to a restaurant no. and they're like, oh, they have something weird. I'm going to try it. No, I am veal chicken parm at an Italian spot, bolognese. I'm going to steak, a little ribeye. Well, which is all potatoes. good, but you never have the urge to like try something different, freaky. Freaky. I have nothing freaky in my life. I am the most boring human on the face of the earth, but I do love pesto. If if I could say one specific pesto, pesto makes everything better. I don't even think I like pesto. Oh, then I don't ever want to talk to you again. To That's that fair. green, mushed up, whatever the it's, hell it is, it's, right? It's a, it's like a spread. It's a sauce. Yeah, for it's, what? Uh, so pasta, phenomenal. No, Caprese no. salad with pesto. No. You can put it on anything. Chicken, like literally anything. My God. Why I, would I want to? Because it's great. It's got a good... It's got so a you'd rather have that than chicken parm. You'd rather have no, pesto okay. on your chicken? You just said I was not having any range. Buffalo I, chicken or pesto chicken? Pesto chicken. Oh, get out. Buffalo, not That's too dumb. spicy. Not, not a spicy You can get a mild... Yeah, but why would I go mild? If you're going to be a bear, bear well, be a, you're a bit be of a baby, a, it sounds like. I am a baby. Let's go to another baby. Polly, how you doing? Hey, what's going on, Curtis? How you doing, Polly? What's up? Hey, um, yeah, I, get, I, I don't like Matthew. You know what? I, I don't like Matthew Judon's contract. I'll tell you that. I, I don't know why over the winter they didn't take half that money and pay uh, Bobby Wagner, who's, who's, who's playing for uh, Seattle for five. We could have paid take half that money, which has been six six million, and paid him, and he'd be playing for us. Um, I, I I don't understand why you give a guy a twelve million dollar raise, who who's dead on arrival. Well, they in did December. They didn't. They the just no no no. The they, money's on the table. They didn't give him a raise, Paulie. They advanced him. Well, what do they extended him? What do you mean they no, advanced no, no. him? They they gave him his salary and guaranteed money, and they gave him an advance on next year's salary and guaranteed money. It was all money he was already due to receive. It was the Gilmore situation from a right. couple of years they ago. They bump you up. He's going to be unhappy next year because he's got even less money next year because he got advanced this year's money. And next year, another And, Paulie, I don't blame you. Adam Schefter did his best to carry the water and make that contract seem like they gave him all these guarantees and blah, blah, blah. The, it was all... 
They gave him an advance on his salary this year and an advance on his salary next year, essentially, and a few more uh, incentives. Right. And um, the 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 Stephon Gilmore situation ended poorly. And this one, I saw it reported in the Mike Reese notes. It wasn't everywhere where Judon has the Brady deal at the end of next year. The Patriots cannot franchise him. Right. So if he's good this year. He's going to be very upset next year because he's right. not going to have much money coming. If he has another 15 sack season or 12, you know, the last two years, something in that range, he's going to be he's going to feel grossly underpaid and he's going to be unhappy. And if the team isn't very good and he has a great year like that, why wouldn't you trade him for a first round pick if somebody would be interested? Oh, I absolutely would. I if mean, they're not very good, and he's I mean, he's going to be a 32 year old right. pass rusher at that point who's still good, who could help like Bills, the, a Chiefs, a, like a, some exactly. contender. You know, with those teams that used to be like we used to be. Heim Bloom would just say, nah, we'll keep no. him for a little while. No, let's keep him and then wait till the time passes to trade him and tank. Uh, we have, we're not going to take, we have about 35 minutes left. We have Brian to tell us what's trending. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Right now. We're back. Ken and Curtis on WEEI. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. Before you fly it. You've talked in the past about how media is a conduit to the fans, between the team and the fans. If, if you, do you have any, would you say anything to the fans right now as to where the team sits and, and what you're trying to put together? What would you say to them right now if they were listening to this? Long way to go. It's March. We, we play in September. A long way to go. A lot of work to do. What, what would you say to them to give them a reason to be optimistic for what's ahead for the Patriots? In the last 25 years. Oh, that was Bill Belichick with the great Mike Reese. And Andy Hart, do you think Bill knows in real time how bad that sounds? Or do you think it's just his defensive nature that he gets that out and then he doesn't think about it until after the fact? After the fact. Because yeah. that is something. Actually, I don't know. That one's really bad. Awful. 
He awful. should have known immediately. Well, what about the comment he made? I think it was after the Titans game where he's like, well, there hasn't been a lot of, you know, yeah. downs here over the last But that was years. at the end of the first year, pandemic. I feel like there was a way of him that, like, the year before they won 12 games. Right. I mean, you could at least get away with that. Now you're sitting Three here, bad years. Three bad years. Name me a player that can have three bad years and can tell Bill, well, I, you know. I mean, Mike Vrabel was traded to the Chiefs. Bra- I mean, look bad. at all the players that have been kicked out of here. And it's not just that he said it. For anyone to say it would be bad, but for him, based on the way he ran the last 25 years and the things that he supposedly believed in and built the whole Patriot way on, it's even 10 times worse. And what about all the players that have met him at the negotiating table? Right. And they're sitting there that are on the team, and he says, I don't give two Fs about what you did two years ago. It's unreal. The fact that he has no awareness of that whatsoever. And then remember the backtracking? I forgot exactly how yeah, he, he calls tried McBride. To, yeah, and like, and I forgot you know, exactly even how he tried to know. like parse it. But it's just that's the thing of all the um, elements of the Patriots' demise since Brady left. The single most shocking one has been the failed and pathetic attempt by both the ownership and the coach to reshape a narrative. When all I was told for two decades was the Patriot way didn't rely on that. Right. That they've been rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic and all blaming. The fact is that Robert will need Bill and Bill will need Robert for this team to get back to where it was. Yet they're spending their time trying to establish a pea corner on the elevator that's falling to the bottom of the mountain. And which is why I was like when Matt Patricia was struggling in Detroit and we make fun of him and he can't handle it. It's like a commentary on his intelligence, his ability, whatever. No, he's struggling. And now the Bill's struggling. Is it a commentary on his intelligence and his ability to when he says dumb things and makes dumb decisions? We keep learning that in the NFL, when you're not winning, you usually look bad because you right. usually get defensive. You usually say the wrong thing or something you say is now blown up. And you know what? When the answer is bad, there's really very few ways you can provide the context that will alleviate the pain or frustration right. for the person you're telling it to. If you have good news, there's a million ways you can right. write it. When there's bad news, you know. Or you have no news. Right. Which is this example. Like, why should they be excited? If he was being honest, he's like, that's a great question. <laughs> great question. Right. I, maybe Judon's pretty, pretty good. But it's pretty simple. You know, it's, it's on me to make sure I turn this around. I thought what he said to Shaughnessy last year, which, by the way, massive shot to ownership that he sat down with Shaughnessy, of all people. But when he said it, the buck stops here. I mean, that's that's what he should say. Right. I but, wish he said it more often. Now, I would say I missed the – because in that interview, he said, if it doesn't work, blame me. Right. I don't know that he ever then came out really looking to accept the blame. That's true. He jettisoned Patricia off to a different team. He reassigns Joe Judge. I'm not sure he's ever really fully taken public – um, criticism or responsibility for the debacle of last year. Well, a week from Monday, he may do that with Greg. You can you ask. Know. I, well, I will. Of well, course, the others won't. Wiggy's not. Bill. Bill. Now, as a coach, coach to as coach, a fellow coach. Uh, I've God. been cheating for months. <laughs> <laughs> the Brockton. By the way, Brockton got the uh, sweatshirt on. Let's go, Wiggy. I hear uh, they're actually in midseason form already. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, if, this is great news. The offense looks better than the Patriots. Uh, it probably does. Tom, oh, they have an elite athlete. Tom in Boston has great news for Patriots fans. Tom, what's what's your take this morning? All right. First off, you guys are like chicken little. The sky's falling. Chill out. Although, I do listen to your guys' show every day, so maybe. Well, well Tom, I, I love you, just so you know. 
Okay, cool. So, uh, yeah, Malik Cunningham is the next Tom Brady. And before you <laughs> laugh me off the Too thing late. and hang up on me, here's why. When t- and this memory is ingrained in my brain. Like, like it will never go away. Where Tom Brady's in the preseason, 0-1, and you have Bledsoe up, and he goes, and then nothing happens. Then Tom Brady goes in, all of a sudden the offense is scoring points, and everybody's saying the same thing. Oh, well, it's against the twos, it's against the threes. Next game, same thing. Next preseason, say, preseason game, same thing. Next preseason game, same thing. Then God possesses Mo Lewis and saves us all from Drew Bledsoe, and then the dynasty begins. And here's the thing. Malik Willis feels exactly the same way. Like when he was out there and he gets his face mask ripped off, okay, that was a horrendous, horrible play. That the player who did it should be kicked out of the NFL. Charged. But then he didn't even stop. He didn't even stop. It didn't even affect him. The very next play, he, the pass rush comes. They completely break through our offensive line as if there wasn't even an offensive line. He gets away easily and then swings an absolute primetime dime to Trey Nixon, who then drops it. Like, that guy's cut. Malik is signed. Malik's the new quarterback. Like, he is the real deal. He just has that, like, when he's up there, it's like, I'm going to score, and there's nothing you can do about it. I don't care that you have this great defense to stop me. It doesn't matter because there's nothing that stops me. And that's Malik Willis. That's who we need. He's the guy. He's the future. It's just like Tom Brady. And I'll, I'll hey, let Tom, you guys go. I, I love you, Tom. I mean it. Did you just I, call him Malik Willis? Multiple times. We're it's, trading Malik Cunningham for Malik Willis, and he's the future. And actually, I don't know if you guys knew this. No other backup quarterback has ever had any success in preseason. No. In the hundred years of you know NFL football and all the preseason games that have been played, Malik Cunningham's actually the, the only first. backup quarterback who's had any success whatsoever. I get it. Him tell and you. Brady, actually. Excuse me. Sorry. There's been one other. It's been Brady. Back in my day at Patriots Football Weekly, these were like what pushed papers in August. The Rohan Davey. I remember like a cover was like Ramblin' Row because Rohan Davey threw like three touchdown passes in a preseason game. This is how you you spin preseason action into pretending it's entertaining and valuable is by latching on to one of these guys. Right. Now, calling him the next Brady, I'm assuming some tongue was at least partially in cheek there. I, you never know with these people. I, I, would, I would hope, but I would just say very simply... That the reason you protect Tom Brady with everything you have and you milk every single morsel of his greatness is because they only come around once. There, There's never going to be another Tom Brady. Well, it's true. And it's not a they, it's a he. Tom Brady was here. He still had the ability to keep playing. The guy that you love chose to move in a different direction, and he will never live that down. Malik Cunningham has far greater likelihood of being the next Bill Belichick that he does being the next Tom Brady. Both are very un- unlikely, but... I actually agree with you. Dan. Malik Cunningham seems like a smart guy who knows the NFL well, maybe playing football well. Maybe he'd be a great coach. He's not going to be a great quarterback. In this day and age where like Deion Sanders is a coach and all right. these young guys, D'Amico Ryan, Gerard Mayo, right. I actually agree with you. He has a better chance to be Bill Belichick than he does Tom Brady. But you never know. If he is Bill Belichick, that'll be great. I Will just... Malik Cunningham start a game ever for the Patriots? At quarterback? Yes. Good Good question. <laughs> no. I did mean at quarterback because I think there's a chance he starts a game at wide receiver for the New England Patriots. Yeah. I, I mean, and... Who wouldn't want this guy to be to stick on the team? He's as you said, he's an interesting person. He's he's got, you know, plus great Danny upside. can get double passes out of him. Bill O'Brien can get creative with the offense. Right. Yeah, we have the answer to everything. If Bill O'Brien doesn't have at least two trick plays Saturday night in Green Bay, I quit because we need those on what Danny is like struggling. Uh speaking of someone who might be struggling, that's Jack Jones and Mike in New Hampshire. You might be able to get through. Hey Mike, what's going on this morning? 
Hey guys, great show. Uh, I know this probably won't mean much to you guys, but uh, uh, I am a 30 year head high school football coach and been watching the Patriots probably 50 years. But uh, this is what I, this is the reason I think Jack Jones isn't jettisoned out of town. Not only is he a starting Patriot cornerback, in my eyes, through my lenses, he's by far the best Patriot starting quarterback. And I think one of the reasons he's not been sent out of town is because I think they see elite talent. I think we can all agree without his off-field problems, he would have been a first-round pick. In my view, I've, I've been down there four times this Mike, year. Mike, just a quick aside. Mike, Mike, just Sorry. a quick aside. With, without my psychosis, yep. I probably wouldn't have been an alcoholic, but it's all part of the package. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> That was a little deep for me, but but I'm going to go with it. Um, I just really think his playmaking ability, his stop and start, I really think he's the best corner on this team. And I think the problem is, and it's a problem, I think Bill thinks he might be elite. And that's why they're putting up with it. Yeah, I, I understand, and I, you know. It's a good reason. It's totally, it's sort of what Andy's been alluding to, is that they need him, and they, they think he's a guy that they will have a hard time replacing. That's all fair, and I don't think you guys are wrong in that he is elite at times. I mean, that game against the Packers felt like a coming-out party. That was unbelievable, taking that back to the house against Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau Field. I mean, doesn't get better than that. So is let's let's go down that road of elite. Because I think, would we agree, Aqib Tlaib for a portion of time was an elite, quote-unquote, NFL Absolutely. quarterback. Is there a big difference between Jack Jones and Aqib Tlaib in terms of the other stuff? The baggage? Aren't um, they kind of similar? I There's would... gun issues. They're not real gun issues. They're sort of tertiary gun issues. Yeah, and or... both seem to be like endearing in a way. Like they were, they had swag. Yeah. Yeah. And... Bill was comfortable bringing Aqib to leave in, keeping Aqib to leave for a while until the cost, and then he's gone. But whatever, and that if they think he's Aqib to leave, if you think he's Aqib to leave, would he still be here? You're making the decisions, and you have been critical of the investment or the loyalty. If you think he's Aqib to leave, do you keep him? I guess I I just it's a dirty business. Oh, I I get that, and you know they tried with Hainsworth, it didn't work. This is not a team that's been shy nope. of those kind of players. My only thing. If I'm Robert Kraft and I'm making this decision, I don't care if he's like a keep to leave. I say thank you. Bob's your uncle. Take a you know, go for a nice walk. Maybe sign somewhere else. God bless you. You know, I wish you well, and I hope that you know you're found innocent. Whatever. But I, I just can't. It's just simple. I know I've repeated this cost benefit analysis. If everything's great and he's a keep to leave, maybe you win eight games instead of seven. No, but you have him for the long haul. But who's what if to trust that years? he's here for the long haul? But he, that's part of the decision. But that's the issue is that the calculus I would make is that my guess is, and I'm just going to speak, if I were the in charge of the Patriots franchise and we used a fourth-round pick on Jack Jones and we understood the litany of things that had gone on in college and mm-hmm. why he felt, I'd say, okay, welcome, Jack. This is an opportunity for you. We're blessed to, you know, we're, to give this to you. We're beginning our relationship today. Today forward, we expect you to carry yourself properly and you know not be the headache that everybody told you told us you would be mm-hmm. then you suspend him for two games okay end of the season off season did you learn your lesson are you humbled whatever you come in well then you go to logan with a loaded gun then you come to practice and then somebody beats you and you lose your mind and you have to be you know walked off at some point i say thank you it might work it's not going to work here move on and go into a direction if this team were six years ago 
I would tolerate it. What about two years from now? Because if you get rid of him, if you think he's going to keep to, let's go with the caller, you think he's elite, that Christian Gonzalez is actually going to be the number two corner to Jack Jones. Let's just, and you now have two number one corners. Boom. If you get rid of him, you add another hole that prevents you from getting to where you were six years ago, right? So, like, if you're looking at him as a long-term investment, yes, but I want him around when I am good again, when I'm competitive again in a year, in two years. And we've talked about salary cap and different things. They could they could be a totally different team right. two years from now. And Jack Jones is their number one corner, and he paid off for your loyalty, and you, you stuck through the tough times, and now you're out the other side, and he's the talk of the NFL because he's the best corner on the best defense for a team that's competing for a Super Bowl. Right. You're well, willing to kick that away. That's why he's here, because Bill loves being right in those cases. Bill is being judged negatively, or has been since the arrest, and he's going to stick with him because he's stubborn and he sees something in him, and despite the fact that he's been a pill, if he releases him a now... pill? Who says that? Uh, old losers like me that are 39. That's a very old phrase. Oh, I'm like the 78-year-old, 39-year-old every day. Uh, but you tolerate it because Bill, if the, the day Bill cuts him... It's no longer about Jack Jones. It's about Bill's failed draft pick mm-hmm. and mistake in taking him in the first place. Right. Let's go to David in the car before we take the break here. What's going on, David? Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. Thank you for taking the call. So I'm just seeing with Belichick, the comment that he made the last 25 years. That is outright insulting the fans, season holders, and everything else. Because like everything else in life, you know, the past is the past. You had a great past, okay? You had a great quarterback. Yeah, the greatest quarterback in the NFL history ever. It will never happen again. Now you have to show you've had a few years now to establish something and do something, and you have not. And for you to sit there, for Bill Belichick to sit there and say what I what I did the last 45 years, that is outright insulting, and that is – it's like chucking the middle bird right at every single fan's face. Yeah, that really was. It really – the, the more you think about it logically, the dumber it gets. Can we hear it one more time? Uh, Brian, before the break, the Bill Belichick 25-year cut that we used, if you have, let me know when you have that, because that is... By the way, quick aside, since when did ESPN become soccer 24-7? Who gives an F about Lionel, Lionel Messi in Miami? I mean, what does that matter to anybody? Sorry, squirrel moment. Uh, the Bill Belichick comment that he yeah. made that we're going to hear really is a like, middle Do you finger. see the third... The the in a in a movie trilogy, do you see the third because the first was good, or do you expect the third to actually be good? That's why you paid right. fourteen dollars to go see the movie or anything. Right. What, TV show season eight's coming out. Well, seasons one to six were good, so as long as that's fine. Like I don't I don't really care what eight is. Do you remember the Amazon promo, Jack Ryan? Because season one was good. <laughs> you know it doesn't what, really. It makes no sense. Yeah, here's what Bill Belichick said to Mike Reese. Bill, before you fly. You've talked in the past about how media is a conduit to the fans, between the team and the fans. If, if you, do you have any, would you say anything to the fans right now as to where the team sits and, and what you're trying to put together? What would you say to them right now if they were listening to this? Long way to go. It's March. We, we play in September. A long way to go. A lot of work to do. What, what would you say to them to give them a reason to be optimistic for what's ahead? For the last 25 years. Oh, my God. Like, couldn't he have just said, I guarantee we're going to have a hardworking team, we're going to compete, we're going to give it everything we have, and that's the beauty of sports. You don't know how it's going to go. And you know one thing I got wrong bigly 
was when Bill Belichick made those comments at the conclusion of the season about the 27th in cash spending. I thought that that was something premeditated that he was going to give. I really think that he was asked that question, and he had known that for some reason. It was in the back of the recesses of his mind that they were in this ranking. And so when he was personally questioned by Karen Garigian, he then wanted to deflect and knew this in the back. In other words, he didn't enter that press conference feeling like, I'm going to mention this so no. I get this on the record. He was challenged. And gets defensive. And got defensive. Absolutely. And threw the owner under the Absolutely. bus. Yeah, I don't think he went in trying to prove a point. Right. But when he gets defensive, stats are for losers or our defense. I don't think our defense ranked that lowly in recent years. Like he, When he gets defensive, he says stupid things. Or last year when I said, Bill, it's been two games since you forced a punt against the Bills and he created a fake punt out of thin air. Right. I or mean, when he says stats are for losers, yet when they lose in Miami, he said, well, we had more yards than them. Exactly. Right. That's, that's, exactly. That's it. Rules for thee, not for me. But there is one rule. The show has to end. I'm sorry, New England. Our final segment next. From the Rubenstein Law Studios, 1-800-BOS-LEGAL. This is WEEI, New England's sports original. This is Ken and Curtis on WEEI. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. All right, Ken and Curtis without Ken. I will be off the next two Saturdays, so it'll be Ken Laird in here. And then in three weeks from today, 9 a.m., Ken and Curtis live from Chestnut Hill as the Boston College Eagles open up their 2023 season against the Northern Illinois Huskies, Eagles Huskies. With an exciting new quarterback. What's his name? Uh, I should know. I don't know anything about BC football. They have an exciting new quarterback. From what I understand, by later in the year, we're going to be talking about this BC quarterback. Okay. That he's a newcomer. All I know about BC is that the ACC is cooked. Uh, who is our quarterback? Isn't it Moorhead? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moorhead. Oh, yeah. Who he came was on last, last year. year. But yeah, no, yeah. like, that he's going to be a name. All right. Well, BC... He, he also I, has an interesting name that... Right. Interesting. <laughs> For a uh, college campus. Exactly. Uh, none of that at Boston College. But um, the uh, the the whole conference realignment that's constant, Yeah, I just have totally checked. I used to get all worried about, oh, no, is BC going to be left behind? I think there is the legitimate chance in the next 10 years Boston College is no longer in a Power 5 football conference. That they are, even if they're Power 2 or 3 at that point. But Right. Uh, they, they certainly shouldn't be. If they, it goes the way, if it funnels down and like it's right. power two or three, they're not. It's just not important to the people there. Like, right. it should, like it's fine. I mean, BC is shifted. It used to be when I was there, Matt Ryan was there, Luke Keekley, Matthias Kiwanuka, Herzlick. There was a lot of great players. Well, just look at, in some ways, BC is like a poor man's Stanford. Like Stanford is better at football. Right. But they're an academic institution. They play high level. That whole, If no one wants Stanford, which right now is part of the Pac-4, Four? Right. Is that what's left out there? Yeah, who the and the ACC doesn't want Stanford because they don't bring any value. But, but Stanford, and not to rip on the school I went to, but Stanford's a, a, also a much more legitimate academic institution. Yeah. Boston College is a very good school, of course. Love it. You know, go, go, go Eagles. But Stanford is, you know, one of the top 15 schools in the world. Right. Boston College, you know, very nice school, top whatever. But it's, we, at Boston College... We have tried to be so many things. We're trying to be more like Harvard in the classroom. We're trying to be more, you know, competitive on the football field. But Father Leahy and the way the schools run, the Jesuit ideal, it's just not 
we don't have the institutional history of Notre Dame where you get people that are, you know, every you know, young Irish Catholic football player wants to go to Notre Dame. Right. Because of Rudy and because of Joe Montana, because of everything. There's not as many Flutie fans around the country or that come to Boston College. In BC, you know, they should be better when schools like Stanford and Northwestern and and Wake Forest are really good. Wake Forest is the best analogy. I mean, in the ACC, Wake Forest is a great school, and they've been far better in football than we have lately. So, right. What do you think of my idea? And you probably don't know this, but like Massachusetts high school football, you play like six games, and then based on your first six games, you play playoff games. Like they start the postseason there, and you play. Is that how it's done? Yeah, it's oh. how it's done. What do you think of taking a, a style of that to college football? So have conferences that are basically based on everything other than college football. And you play regional games to start the year. Four, five games. Figure out how good you are. And then the rest of the schedule is played out after that. So, like, then you put to, TV can pair together, I don't even know, Stanford and Michigan State if they're having off to great starts. But like, what happens to all the financial gains that these smaller schools get by playing Alabama? What about the... Well, I think you could still get those because if Alabama's having a down year, now they play a lesser school later in the year and that school makes money off it. I don't I just feel like you could make it work. The way it's going now, I don't understand how this works for anyone. Like, I don't... I'm just not... Yeah, it's 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 not, and I know we're not necessarily in the Northeast. This isn't for us. It's a, yeah. not about us. Like we're not in the South and the SEC in that world. But I just I don't see the end game and how this works. And I certainly don't see how this makes sense for Stanford to join the ACC. Right. And okay, so football only plays once. What about when like girls volleyball is going to play right. BC and Florida State? It's so and, it's like, so what taxing doing? to the vast majority of athletes. And the I don't know who I heard this somewhere, and I don't know where. Um, the the lack of power within the ace within the NCAA to control any of this this is all outside of Charlie Baker's realm of control is very similar to the PGA Live Major issue where mm-hmm. you have the majors have no governing they're not governed by the PGA outside of the PGA Championship right and so this this attempt to try and pre- prevent live golfers from participating in the most important events was stymied. And now you have in college football, you know, Christian Arcan went to Colorado. I mean, they are, you know, in the middle of all of this with Deion Sanders and this brand new system yeah. there. And they're, what's up with the pack? For, forever they were student athletes. They're no longer students. Right. They're athlete students. Right. And, that's and maybe this, that was never true. Right. But now we are no longer even pretending. We're no longer naive to it when you're just saying, yeah, the field hockey team, you got to fly across the country to play right. a conference game on a Wednesday. No, right. like, what are you talking about? No, we're no. not doing that. My sister was a diver at Boston College. So she'd be flying to Stanford on Thursday right. for a meet on Friday and get back Saturday. That makes like, no sense. It's so Conferences stupid. should be regional in all sports, at all levels. Of High schools shouldn't be driving two hours for a conference game. It should be, you know, a 45-minute circle around you. Play your conference games. And we never got to the Manziel thing, but of all I request anybody out there that is against college athletes being paid Look at what happened with Johnny Manziel and Texas A&M. Texas A&M enriched itself, and I'm not over overreaching here, by over a billion dollars mm-hmm. thanks to the Johnny football, Johnny effing football, the new field they built, all the fundraising elements. He made nothing. Nothing. I mean, he got so a free comes college. oil money. Right, and then they lied about the oil money. That's it, tremendous. It, I can't believe that's the most unbelievable thing to me. This it, it was great, and I feel like I followed the Johnny football thing like we all did pretty closely. 
I had no idea half of this stuff was going on. And but, the agent, the Burkhart guy that was faking heart attacks and the various things he was doing, like right. and the, it, it almost seems fake, but it isn't. It isn't. And the the guy that I sort of had the most sort of uh, negative opinion on outside of the the Johnny Football story was his father, where his dad is just like still mad at Texas A and M for not basically being a father to him. I'm like, well, that's kind of. Kind of your job. Kind of your job, but well, I guess we all want to delegate these days. Anyway, you did a great job filling in for Ken. Thank, Thank you, Andy Hart. Thank you to Brian. Uh, Christian Arcan is coming up next. He will take you all the way up until Red Sox-Tigers. The Sox look to get to four straight with Brian Bayo on the mound. Thank you for listening. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.